I know that there's been some rumblings that since I escaped Michigan right before COVID that a lot of you thought that I had forgotten about you. I have not forgotten about you. I still remember Michigan. And in fact, joining us right now, Dr. Sherry O'Donnell running for Congress in Michigan's 5th District. Dr. O'Donnell, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Casey. Well, thank you so much for making the time. I know that you've been busy. You've been uh, showing up on, on all sorts of shows. And, you know, I was I was made aware of you uh, through a local pastor who told me the story about one of your patients. And so naturally I start digging into it. I look at it and, oh, she's running for Congress, too. So this is this is a great opportunity because I think we have, obviously, we need a discussion about health care. Uh, I think we need a discussion about pharmaceuticals in this country about how the pandemic was handled. We also need people who deal with the pandemic face-to-face every single day on the front lines to be those elected representatives. So I'm glad that you're you're taking this opportunity to do that. So tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about um, how you got involved in in running for office in Michigan's 5th District and, and just uh, who people can expect to get if you get elected. Okay. So, Casey, thank you. So, yes, the case that you heard about was a case that was made known to me over a weekend. Um, but before I go there, let me share with you. So I am a Christian physician. I've been in practice in St. Joe, Michigan for 22 years. The name of my clinic is Rafa Medical Center because I believe that we are, um, God is the healer. And that's what Rafa means is Lord, our healer. So I've been in private practice. A year and a half ago when the pandemic first started, I was called by an agency and asked if I would go to New York City because they knew of my disaster relief experience. When I was first asked to go to New York City, it was like the rest of the world was watching New York City implode. And it's like, no, wait, everybody's leaving New York City. Why would I go to New York City? And I knew nothing about COVID. Fortunately, I did go. My response to that lady when she called me was, if I'm a first responder around the world, how can I not when it's my own country? What she was asking me to do is go and fight COVID before we knew anything about COVID. But she said, you can work with little supplies in chaotic environments and untraditional settings. I said, yes, ma'am, now you're speaking my song. I took that weekend to pray about it and knew by Saturday that I was to go. So I called her Monday and said, sign me up. When can I go? Went to New York City, spent nine weekends in New York City, and saw what the fear that gripped New York City, a city of 8 million people that is otherwise known in traditionally rough and tough. But this city was hidden away. 8 million people hid from this pandemic. And it was real. COVID is real. And it's it's a bad virus to be contending with, but there is treatment. So early on, I was seeing treatment that was available. When I stopped my tenure in New York City, I came back and continued to treat patients. During that time, I also saw the division that was happening. Portland was being burned. Police were being defunded. I said, stop the insanity and stop the craziness. So last summer, I did a tent revival, bringing 50 churches together. We had a 1,000-seat tent revival that we pitched in the parking lot of Celebration Cinema in Benton Harbor. And I've been doing community unity services, bringing the black population, black pastors and white pastors, and the police coming together and worshiping underneath one banner. As I'm looking at the communities and trying to look at how else we can bring our community together and our state together, I really, Casey, felt like Lord had called me and said, your next assignment is public office. I'm a physician. That made no sense. I grappled with it. But um, almost a year later, I know that that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And yes, I'm running in the 5th District in Congress. So I am a... 
Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, this experience that you had in New York, you know, obviously there, there was a period of time there and, and maybe people kind of forget that where, you know, nobody really knew anything. And I was I was isolated early on. We weren't sure if I had COVID or not because there wasn't a test. Nobody knew really what the symptoms were. And, you know, there was there was that that huge fear because nobody knew, you know, is this the next apocalypse and that sort of thing. But you went and you were treating patients on the front lines. But you said you came back and you continued to treat patients because there was treatment. And that's what you've continued to do. And this is that's how I ended up learning about you was was through that. And I don't want to make this about your entire phone call, but what are some of those treatments that you're referring to? It, it's very much watching, and, and most people by now have heard of Dr. Peter McCullough. But interesting, when I got back from New York City, I compared Peter McCullough's uh, protocol and my protocol, and it's verbatim identical. Um, it, it is ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, one or the other, and neither is uh, neither is needed in conjunction with the other. So it's one or the other, ivermectin, the use of inhaled budesonide steroids, and an antibiotic, whether it be doxycycline or azithromycin. And you've been very successful with your patients with doing this? Very successful. Usual turnaround time is two days. There has not been a single patient, Casey, that has been on the protocol that has been hospitalized. And, Kathy, the, the case that you're referring to that the pastor let you know about, this lady was initially seen in the hospital in Indiana. She was not yet my patient, but she went to the hospital. She was diagnosed positive, and they wanted to give her remdesivir. She declined, and the physician said, then you can go home, and when you get worse, don't come back. We will not treat you. Yeah. Then they turned around, and even though her pulse ox had the lowest it was when she was there was 77%, he turned off her oxygen and said, you've got to know what it's going to feel like to suffocate and die. That is documented in his note, and that's what he did. And this is at St. Joseph time. County Regional Medical Center. So In Mishawaka. Yep. Um, I, I, do you have time to stick with us? Because I'm on, I'm on hard clocks here. Is there any way absolutely. that I can hold you through a commercial break? Because I, I don't want to make this absolutely. all about COVID. You're running for office, and I want it to be about your campaign. But I appreciate you giving the, the limited information so people kind of understood who you were. And we come sure. back, we're going to talk about your policy positions on other things and uh, and talk about the campaign a little bit more, okay? Beautiful, thank you. All right, we have Dr. Sherry O'Donnell. She is running in Michigan's 5th District in St. Joseph. We'll have more with her coming up on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. This morning news, first thing weekdays from 95.3 MNC, your breaking news and weather station. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Joining us on the line is Dr. Sherry O'Donnell, running for Congress in Michigan's 5th District over there in St. Joseph. And uh, Dr. O'Donnell, thank you so much again for coming on. And and, and I know that this is, this is not about you being a doctor and treating COVID patients. And trust me, you and I could sit down and have a conversation on my long-form podcast for probably hours about that stuff. But you're running for office in Michigan's 5th District. And just giving you giving the audience a little bit of a background of, of who you are is just kind of why I wanted to set that up. But what are some of the other issues that you are really interested in tackling as a member of Congress? The schools and the school of education and what's going on there, the critical race theory uh, and, and the anti-American rhetoric that's going on there. It has no place in schools. And some of the things that we're seeing in schools is is egregious to offer an, a, a survey to a kindergarten. I saw this, Casey. 
a kindergartner survey asking them, are they a boy or girl? Do they want to be a boy or girl? What do they feel like today? Um, they need to get back to education, inclusive American history, looking at our Constitution. I am a constitutionalist. Schools of choice, uh, the, the freedom to for parents to say that where their child should go to school, whether that be homeschool, whether that be private school, whether that be public school. Uh, big pharma, big tech. You know, our, our amendments say that we have the freedom of speech, and yet so many of our amendments and our rights are being stripped away. Uh, Casey, and it just, it's egregious, and I just... It's so frustrating. We are a, a government and a nation that is supposed to be we the people, self-governed, and the overreach of government has to stop. I, I, the voter integrity has to get back. Otherwise, it absolutely undermines our very basis of Constitution, our basic of the electoral process. So voter integrity is, is top and, and key, and it has to be rectified. And I would encourage everybody that's listening, consider becoming an employee uh, of the electoral process, whether that be a volunteer, and a poll watcher, electoral worker, something, but get involved, get involved, get involved. Isn't it interesting in, in Michigan in particular that even Democrats knew there was a problem in Wayne County for all of these years and had written letters that Wayne County had a major issue with fraud and and at least inaccurate counts. And then suddenly, all of a sudden, that was a conspiracy theory, like out of out of left field just because of the uh, the last election when they had all acknowledged that. As somebody who's running in the state, I mean, are you running into pushback even from your own party about that, or is everybody kind of on board? Most are on board. There are some that are saying there's not enough evidence to bring forth a forensic audit, and there's there's massive amount of evidence saying that we need to correct this. You know, I'm not certain that going back is going to do us as much good as looking forward. And I think you know, that's why I'm encouraging people to get involved and be aware. You know, when the, when the election, and I do believe it was stolen, when the election was stolen, I think many of us recoiled and said, well, our votes aren't going to count anymore, so why bother? And instead... You know, I'm getting fueled up and saying, no, my vote will count, and every voter has the right to have their vote count, and we just make certain that that had never, never happens again. Now, when you look at the Michigan Republican Party, whom I've been a big critic of my entire time here in Michigan, um, are you finding that your message is receptive at the state level, or do you find that they are still kind of trying to be moderate, purplish Republicans and, and really trying to go along with the Democrats? At large, there are some purple areas. What I'm finding in the 5th District is most are very conservative and most hold the same values and beliefs and convictions that I do. But there are, I think the party at large is fractured, and we need to come together. And I think that's part of the reason that the Democrats have taken it. Uh, the full court advantage, if you will, for so long because the Republican Party hasn't been as united as what we need to be and should have been. And again, we're talking with Dr. Sherry O'Donnell running for Congress in Michigan's 5th District. So let's just say, I know it usually doesn't play out this way when you're a freshman congressperson, doctor, but let's say you get to Washington, D.C., and you have the opportunity to walk in with a piece of legislation. What is your issue and what is that legislation about? Anywhere in the t- in the topic, or are you talking yeah, about if, if you if we're just you walk to Washington D.C. as a freshman member of Congress and you author a bill, your first piece of legislation that you sponsor, what does that look close like? The, close the southern border. Close the southern border. Close the southern border. What's happening there is creating such riffraff in every regard. Uh, it's it is 
impacting us economically. It is impacting the healthcare system. It is impacting safety. Um, I think that's certainly a, a top priority. Uh, if you're saying, here, clean bill, here we go, let's, let's do that, I'd say we've got to close the border. We've got to make America first and take America first again. I'd be fully in supportive of getting rid of Roe versus Wade. Life does begin at conception. That would be as important a bill immediately to support stopping abortion and murder in the United States. Dr. Uh, but Go clean, ahead. Clean, final final thoughts on yeah. Final thoughts on how they can get a hold of you. I'm down to a minute. Doc Sherry for Congress at gmail.com. And again, the website Doc Sherry for Congress. Number that is four. That is the number four. Doc Sherry for Congress. Uh, Dr. Sherry O'Donnell, we do appreciate your time today. Best of luck in the campaign. Look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thank you very much, Casey. God Thank bless you. Time. Bye-bye. Take care. Yeah, it's, um, it was, you know, this is, sounds right up my, my audience's alley. So for those of you on the Michigan side of the border in the 5th District, this could very well be your, be your woman. So again, the website to learn more about her, DocSherryForCongress.com. That is the number four, DocSherryForCongress.com. And by the way, uh, especially for smaller districts, that is one of the better campaign websites that I have ever seen. And the main reason for that is it's clean, simple to navigate, tons of video with her opinion on topics. So you know exactly where she stands. So I would encourage you to check it out. And if she is your candidate, then give her your support if you're in the 5th District in Michigan. Coming up next, we've got open lines. You can call now about any topic you want. This is when I turn the show over to the audience every single week. You can give us a call on the Glass Doctor of Elkhart and St. Joseph County phone lines, 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. Give us a call right now. You can also post your comments on the live stream at theburningtruth.us or if you're watching on Rumble at rumble.com. Slash Casey, the host. We'll take those phone calls coming up on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. WTRC FM and HD1, Niles, South Bend, Elk.